Hi, welcome to Cloto's Corner, a podcast for managers and leaders in the restaurant industry. My name is Curtis Cook, a.k.a. Colocho, a name I received many a years ago when I started in the restaurant business. Today's podcast title is From Burned Out to Turned Up. To give you a little more backstory to the title, of course, I think we all know what burned out is. You know, what does turned up mean? Uh, it's someone who's excessively excited or prepared for the current event. So today I'm going to kind of help you walk through how to turn yourself from being burned out to just being totally excited about what you do. Uh, to give you some backstory, you know, in this year of 2021, uh, my 25 years of restaurant management, I have never, ever seen staffing uh, this difficult, uh, this challenging to get to a level that you can operate at. We have so much business. We're so busy. We're up over our 2019 numbers. You know, this past Saturday at one of our locations, you know, we basically on our floor, we were down to half staff from being fully staffed. We had 12 servers, and that took us a lot of work to get to, and we were on an hour and a half wait. Um, you know, fortunately for us, we have an amazing amount to go business. It counts for about 35, 40% of our sales, so we're up over our 2019 numbers. Well, I decided to go check out some other local uh, competitors and see how their staffing was and go in the restaurants and see how they look on a Saturday night and uh, just to see if it was a, you know, it was a, our issue of not getting staffed or, you know, it really is an industry-wide issue. And I went to these other restaurants, uh, Tex-Mex restaurants, and they had everything from no one was staffed uh, going in and some were on a small wait, you know, between seven and nine. Uh, others were not, but it's uh, they had you know their extra rooms closed. One of them had a total of seven servers. They still had 50% staffing. Uh, their bar was not full. Uh, their banquet room was closed, and like I said, they had the rest of the table spaced out, and they were barely on a wait. So again, we're fortunate to have the business level, but you know that staffing level is just so hard to come by right now in this day and age. You know, we're interviewing uh, like crazy, doing everything we can to get people in the building. And, uh, you know, they either don't show up for the interview, but they accepted it, uh, the invitation, or they come to orientation and then never show up. You know, we've never had this amount of people walk out on their first day or week worth of work, uh, really for no reason. It wasn't they were antagonized. It wasn't the workload. It's just... They wanted to show up, show they had a job for a while, and then they decided to go back home. So, you know, that is so stressing for our managers. And recently I had a talk with one of our managers, a newer manager. He's a superstar. He's really been doing an amazing job. And uh, I heard he wanted to quit. He had mentioned to someone he wanted to quit, and it got back to me. And, you know, we decided to sit down with him and, and have a conversation. And I want to kind of share some of our conversation with you because I think you will be able to relate to this. And it will kind of really help you explain uh, what burnout is and uh, how you can turn that around. You know, talking to this manager, he had worked literally 80, 90 hours a week for several weeks just due to people quitting, not showing, COVID concerns, all that type of stuff. And him and his other managers were really carrying the restaurant. They were our busiest location doing amazing sales, um, just really knocking it out of the park. And he was instrumental into making this happen and keeping the restaurant going. 
And we really worked hard to get his hours reduced, to give him more help, to, you know, relieve some of the stress. And, you know, we were able to get him two days off one week and uh, got his hours into the 60, 70 range and, you know, really did a lot to, to appreciate what he did. But, you know, he told us that, you know, during that time he one day woke up and just didn't want to get out of bed, was tired and just didn't know what he was doing anymore, felt he lost his passion and just didn't know why he needed to go to work anymore. He just didn't feel it. So, you know, he talked to one of his friends that he thought maybe he should quit just, you know, because he's lost that feeling. So me being there after so many years of in the industry and going through that myself time and time again, you know, you, you kind of realize and you learn from it. And I wanted to share with him some of that experience was, you know, what he was experiencing was burnout, you know, in the sense that he was so dedicated and focused to making help the restaurant survive that once it got to a spot where it didn't need him every single moment, he kind of lost his purpose. He kind of lost what he was doing. And he really always had no sense of direction or really no goals to kind of reset himself with. You know, and then we also talked about, you know, he was just feeling some physical ailments. And some of it, you know, was just dehydration, just lack of poor, you know, poor nutrition and just lack of sleep. And just, again, just being mentally and physically tired. So I recognize this is, you know, that burnout phase. And, you know, if you've been in the industry any length of time, uh, you'll notice that there's a lot of managers that quit uh, their job right after the new year. They just went through the crazy Christmas season, were super stressed out, got through with it, and then just kind of was like, oh, I need something new. I need to do something different, which in reality, a lot of those people were really just experiencing burnout and they just needed to kind of recharge their batteries and reset their goals and reframe themselves. And then they could have really been successful at what they're doing. And, and many do stay where they're at and kind of recharge that way. But, you know, some do leave the company and go somewhere else. You know, a lot of times people, you know, attribute that to, you know, New Year's resolution, new goals and all that. But really, a lot of that has to do with burnout. And, and that's really where this individual was, is he was really burned out. And, you know, really him saying you thought about quitting was, for me, a cry for help, where that was a turning point. If we didn't address it then, if we didn't know about it, he could have continued down that road of being burned out and deciding that he needed to find something else or teach him how to reset himself and reset his goals. And so that way, when it comes around next time, he knows how to handle it and really evaluate it if he really hates the job that much, if it's no longer for him, or if he just needs to reset himself, recharge, and then go ahead and start moving forward again. So one of the things we talked about was just, again, resetting your body. Um, there's a scientific study that says you need uh, 10 hours of rest. That's about 42% of your time. Now, this doesn't mean you get this in one day or every day or every week or every month, but over the long term, that's really what you need. And when you don't get that, eventually you will burn out. Your body will shut down on you. So, you know, when you're looking at what you're doing, and I think all of us have done it in the restaurant industry, is there's going to be stretches where you're going to really not be at that 42%, that you're putting a lot more of, uh, you're getting a lot less of that as you're working and going through things. But again, you got to have that end goal. And again, you got to be able to find that time to rest. 
So, you know, really remember, if you get tired, it's learn to rest, not to quit. And just remember to take care of yourself because you can't pour from an empty cup. And, you know, we make a living by what we get, but we make a life about what we give. And, and that last one was by Winston Churchill. So, again, when you're burned out, you have to, re, you have to take care of your body. You have to get back into that, that state of, again, getting hydrated, which is really the number one thing. Uh, I used to not believe that, but over the years I've definitely learned that hydration, one, helps your mental acute uh, sharpness. It, uh, again, it gives you energy. It cleans toxins from your body and does a lot of great stuff. Uh, and then also just eating nutritiously and eating healthy, which I struggle with. Definitely. I'm a, I'm a stress eater. Um, so, you know, working to not do that and put myself in a, you know, a sugar slump would definitely help myself more, but again, eat nutritiously and then starting to getting uh, good quality rest, good quality sleep. And again, that rest time doesn't necessarily mean 10 hours of sleep. It means 10 hours of rest. That could be you just recharging your mind, you watching a movie and just zoning out. It could be, again, sleep is usually important to that. But rest is also just some uh, basically alone time, some quiet time, a time for your mind to reset. And this for some people is resting can actually be working out or doing something that stimulates the body, but again, doesn't tax the mind. Okay, so that kind of covered the first part of recovering from burnout is working on getting your body reset. And now it's about getting your mind and again, getting your, your goals reset and really getting into what you love and rebuilding either your restaurant or your uh, employees. You know, in the restaurant industry, there's a lot of different things you can enjoy and work on, but pretty much all of it revolves around people and relationships. Now, a lot of times when we get stressed and when we went through a tough time, the relationships were taxed um, and we need to go back and make those deposits and start rebuilding those because again that appreciation you get from your staff as a leader is really what fuels you to do and lead the next great thing so you know it is about going back and um, like we talked about with this gentleman was you know who have you thanked lately and you know he's able to name off five or six people and I go okay well who have you not thanked lately and let's think about that. And, you know, he was able to name off some people. So, you know, again, the challenge was go sincerely thank those people for what they're doing, the effort they've put in, and what they've done to get us to that point. And, again, it's reestablishing the relationship with those people because maybe at the time uh, they weren't contributing in the crisis moments. They were helping and they were a role player. But, again, they had value, and we need to make sure they know that we appreciate their value. And again, restarting those relationships. And, you know, we even talked about right now, you know, it's crazy times and training people and going through a lot of stuff. But, you know, before maybe like this individual was having to work the position as well as be the leader of the restaurant. And now they have a trainee and he told me, well, I don't have time to train them. And, you know, I really challenged is, well, if you had a time to do the position before and lead, how can you not have time to train this person? So, you know, there were other factors that went into it. Some other people were out and this or that. But, you know, to really make time for those people. And again, it's not the length of time. It's the quality of the time. It's being able to connect with people, establish your relationship, 
find a little more about them besides just work, but then also be able to teach them something. Add value to why you're there and what you can do for them. Make them and their skill sets better. Make them a better person. And then again, they get value from that. When they go home and talk to their loved ones, again, about work, they're going to talk excitedly about what they learned that day and what made them better and that their manager took the time to spend time with them. Because sometimes we forget as leaders, one of the most precious things we can give anybody is our time. Our time and our ear because they want to be heard. So, you know, by giving them those moments in that time, you'll be amazed at how quickly not only do they become appreciated, feel appreciated by it, but it gives you energy as a leader because you see it in their eyes. You see the light in their eyes. The next day when you walk into the building and you see them and you say hi and they just glow. You know, even with masks nowadays, you can still see their cheeks, you know, and their eyes squint when they glow at you um, and smile. And again, that just starts your day off in the right tone. So, you know, you'd be amazed at getting turned up, getting excited uh, about coming in for the day and what that day holds. You know, it starts changing your mentality and your attitude. And, you know, now I want to talk a little bit about goals, you know, for me. It's, uh, you know, I always told everyone I was in the restaurant business. I, I've scooped over a million bowls of beans to do what I enjoy, which for me was always developing people. I knew I was working with the age group that was typically 16 to about 25, and they were all in a transition in their life. And I got to make a difference and help set them up for their next career or the career path or school or whatever else it was. And that always excited me and gave me a lot of energy. So, you know, you have to look at what's your goals, you know, and finding those things that really some some of them are very short term goals, things you can accomplish and get some small wins on. You know, um, one thing I always think of is, you know, I used to love cutting my yard because no matter how crazy work was, how crazy things in my house were, I could go out, spend that 90 minutes cutting the yard, weed eating, edging. And I saw something that was rough and unfinished. And by the time I got done, through my sweat and my effort, I had something that looked beautiful and it was complete. I was able to finish it from start to finish. In the restaurant business, we don't have that luxury. A lot of what we do, it's a, it's a never-ending race. You know, there is no real finish line, so to speak, because every day is a new day. Every day it starts over. Every day it keeps going. So it's sometimes hard to see that finished grass, but it's there, you know, um, just like your yard, you know, you're going to have to cut it again next week. It's the same thing on our shifts. You know, we're sitting there and you can focus on one small part of it. Like I want to get my storerooms looking, you know, grocery store perfect. You can, you can focus on something like that and you can get it there and you can have that pride in it and you can teach someone else to get it there and have that pride in that. And you start building on that and you start building your culture around the pride people taking the job they're doing. But, you know, you find those little wins in your restaurant that build into the bigger wins, which build into your culture. So, you know, I really challenge you is to find those short-term goals that give you, uh, that boost your confidence, that boost your enjoyment. And from there, you can start building to other things. Like I said, I scooped a lot of bowls of beans to get to deal with people. 
And that's what I love doing. So I made sure I took care of that and made sure I made some beautiful bowls of beans. Uh, sounds as crazy and sounds kind of silly, but you know, when it really came down to it, I knew I had to do that right and do it right the first time. So that way I got to spend time doing what I enjoyed. So you as a leader and a manager in a restaurant, you have to know what you enjoy. And you really, after you've been burned out, you have to really find what was your passion, what was your fire, why did you get into management, what makes you want to grow, what makes you want to come in every day, and you make time for that, and you plan for that, and you add that in. I don't care how short you are, how crazy it is, you can still find those moments in there that really make it a big difference. Um, you know, I, I kind of correlate that to me playing golf, which I really suck at, but when I go out and play golf, you know, it's a hundred strokes and, you know, out of those hundred strokes, all I need is one that looks like it could be on TV and it's a beautiful shot to make me want to come out again next time. I know I'm not going to be perfect, but it's that one shot, that one moment that really encourages me to do the next thing. So when we're at work sometimes, what's that one thing that was just so beautiful, that was just so great that you really appreciated it or someone else appreciated you that again gives you that uh, inspiration to come in that very next day so again you know getting going from burned out to turned up it, it's again it's uh it's, it's going to happen getting burned out is going to happen you know it's part of life part of the restaurant industry part of a lot of other industries but it's uh, about how how do you process it how do you turn it and and how do you help yourself continue to grow because again if you're in this industry um, you're going to have some crazy times and again uh, having people you can go to and talk to to help help you see that you're burned out because sometimes that's very hard to see you know we just get very discouraged or very uh, just downtrodden and we need some people to lift us up or just really kind of point out the things that we're missing so again, you know, take care of yourself, take care of your body, take care of your mind, um, of course, take care of your family, and you know, and really work at coming in and being that inspirational leader that that is the reason you went into management was to make a difference. And uh, sometimes once you hit that burnout, you, you weren't making the difference that you used to or you wanted to. So again, it's turning that around and doing it and just Remember to manage with your head, lead with your heart, and walk in faith. Y'all have a great day.